Hi, this is Kendall Boyson, professional life and recovery coach, and you're listening to Encouragementology, the practice of instilling hope. Hi there. Thanks for joining me. On this show, we are pressing pause on our heat-seeking mission and adopting a new approach. What we seek lies within. Who knew? The books we've read, the miles we've traveled, the mantras we've memorized, and all this time, it was closer than our backyard. Our power and peace are actually within us, and they've been there the whole time. No sense blaming the snake that could have bit you. Be thankful that you're learning it now, with plenty of time to activate them and use them going forward. So many times we're in search of someone to save us, entertain us, inspire us, motivate us, push us, or pull us. We can't seem to get going because we haven't met the right person, read the right book, or heard the right podcast. So we wait, grumble, whine, ruminate, and even get angry. All the while, the spigot within us remains untapped. Who couldn't use a little more power and peace? Wait, wait, I said who couldn't. Put those hands down. Oh boy, if you're looking for power, all you have to do is Google it. Seriously, power, finding your power, being powerful, activating your power, and tapping into your power are all the craze these days. Why do you think that is? I'm assuming it's because a lot of people are feeling pretty powerless these days and are grasping at anything and everything to feel even the least bit empowered. So it's within us? We've had this power all along? You mean I can stop what I'm doing and tap into my power at any moment? Yep. Let's learn a little more and don't forget peace. At the end of the day, it's the only thing that carries us through until tomorrow. Peace, and of course, hope. Over at the International Association of Reiki Professionals, I found finding your power, laying the seeds of an unshakable foundation. Reiki is a spiritual healing art with its roots in Japanese origin. The word Reiki comes from the Japanese word Ri, which means universal life, and Ki, which means energy. Reiki is not affiliated with any particular religion or religious practice. It's not a massage, nor it's based on a belief or suggestion. It's a subtle and effective form of energy work using spiritually guided life force energy. The journey of finding your power when taken in earnest changes you from the inside out. It changes all that you say, do, think, and feel about yourself your relationships, and life circumstances. At first blush, the concept may sound a little foreign, but once you commence the journey to discover your true essence, your power, you can never go back and you'll never want to. Most of us begin our journeys by looking at and into the self and the experiences that made us who we think we are. Most of us also stumble upon a glimpse of our true power after experiencing some kind of life-changing event. Perhaps a loss of a job or loved one, a life-threatening disease or condition, 
or simply unhappiness or depression about how we are living our lives and the inability to shake a deep knowing that there's more for us to see, do, and share with the world. This then is the launching point. It takes heart, courage, trust, and patience to not only begin the journey, but to stay its course. So what is your power, you ask? Hey, that's a good question. But it's also one that no one can answer for you. This is the kind of question that based on your own personal journey, you should answer for yourself. Here are some guiding principles that might be helpful on your journey to self-discovery. Learning to love yourself. It all begins and ends with love. Yes, that's right, love. As elementary as it sounds, it's that simple. Or is it? By love, I don't mean the kind of head over heels, I can't breathe without them, love. No, this love is quite different and something most wondrous to behold. It's the ultimate and unconditional love that we contain as an innate part of our being. A gift endowed at the time of our creation, spirit's love. This love resides within each of us waiting to be fully and truly awakened so that we can really know love of self. We've all heard the saying, you can't truly love anyone unless you love yourself first. The same goes for forgiveness, by the way. Well, it is this love that lays the foundation for discovering your power and for unleashing your full potential and abundance in all areas of life. To help illustrate this point, I will share a brief story that helped me begin to understand the notion of self-love. Perhaps at the end of it, you too will discover something about yourself. The article says, when I was in high school, I took a health class. At the beginning of one of our classes, our teacher told us to take out a pen and piece of paper. To our bewilderment, our teacher asked us to write down the top five people in our lives that we loved the most. He gave us a few minutes, and when we were done, he asked two key questions that I'll never forget. First, he asked how many of us had written our own names on the list. And second, how many of us had written our names first on the list? No one, absolutely no one in the class had written their own name on the list. The realization left a silence in the room as we all experienced our own light bulb moment. It made me realize that we often speak about self-love and self-respect, but we equally as often forget to integrate it fully into who we are. I've never forgotten this simple yet quietly monumental exercise. It laid the initial seeds for the foundation of the rest of my life. One of these essential seeds was the understanding that all relationships take time to flourish and to deepen, especially the relationship with yourself. So be patient as you learn how to love yourself truly and fully. Despite the pace of this journey, it's well worth it because it builds a necessary strong and unshakable foundation to help you grow into the fullness of you. 
For some, feeling this self-love and by extension, love for others will seem easier and quicker than for others. Take heart though, it's not a race and it's not a contest. Some of us have to begin first by drawing on this love to heal our wounds. Wounds that may range from abuse, addiction, abandonment, low self-esteem, anger, jealousy, and more. Pick your poison. For that is truly what it can be to your body and your energy. But, and this is a very huge but, this kind of poison has an antidote. As we love and heal ourselves, we can begin to look at the experiences that we've held as toxic or poisonous in our bodies differently. We can see them as having a greater lesson or purpose, even the most painful ones, thereby setting us free from their grip and the repeated dysfunctional thought and behavioral patterns that came along with them. We can appreciate the lessons that have brought us where we are today and that will shape us into the person we choose to be tomorrow. The gift of forgiveness. The gift of forgiveness is the next step on the road to loving yourself. Begin by forgiving yourself for everything. Everything that seems to replay itself in your mind or your body that tells you you're not good enough, not smart enough, not good looking enough, not worth loving or being committed to. Whatever it is that wounds you over and over again, forgive. Forgive yourself and forgive all those involved. Forgiveness doesn't, of course, mean that you have to like or even love those who hurt you, but it does mean that you won't allow yourself to be held hostage any longer. You are not your mistakes. Do you think a wolf or a polar bear or a bird troubles itself with past mistakes or missed opportunities? For losing something, breaking something, for hurting a member of the pack or flock? No, they don't. It's a valuable lesson we can learn from our animal friends. You are not your mistake. But it is important to learn from them and then move on. By approaching life lessons in the spirit of forgiveness... You can't help but find freedom, healing, and most of all, love. So give it as a gift to yourself every day. And with time, you will discover that you've become a gift to others. Healthy boundaries. Next, give yourself permission to set boundaries that are healthy for you and that serve your highest good. This doesn't translate into being selfish. In fact, it's the opposite. Boundaries allow us to respect and honor ourselves and others and vice versa. They free us from feelings of resentment, anger, and frustration, for example, because they help us define with clarity how we will treat and honor ourselves. Imagine being free of anger and frustration. How much lighter would you feel? How much happier? How much freer? The answer is, the sky's the limit. One of the many benefits we receive in return from setting healthy boundaries is that we adjust our perception of and response to others and their actions. We can do this because we learn to have a healthier understanding of our boundaries and the terms of our relationships, while not experienced in a vacuum, are our own to define. Without these boundaries, 
we unwittingly set the wheels in motion for self-sabotage and the creation of ongoing and unnecessary distractions that prevent us from reaching our highest potential. Relax and connect. There is no one right way to do this. There are many and the fun is in discovering the methods that work best for you. A popular way to become more in tune with yourself and your surroundings is meditation. Before you begin conjuring up images of sitting in a lotus position for hours on end, let me interrupt for just a moment. Walking in nature is a perfectly good form of meditation. So is listening to music, painting, or even drawing. You may also find that your meditation takes the form of playing an instrument or dancing. Rest assured that relaxation and connection with nature in all its forms has loving and healing benefits beyond measure. Find what brings you peace and joy and do that shamelessly often. These gifts that flow from self-love are life-changing. By practicing a form of meditation and connection to nature each day, you activate and strengthen your ability to become more aware of your thoughts feelings, and surroundings. As you become more aware, you can monitor and adjust your responses and the beliefs that you hold related to them so that you can live in authentic alignment with your true self. Because of this, these gifts are an indulgence we can scarcely afford not to give ourselves. Everything is energy. To understand this concept, we must first understand that everything, absolutely everything, is made up of energy. Our thoughts, intentions, emotions, even our bodies, which are energy in a denser form, are all made up of energy. Having the power to create. This means that each and every one of us not only has the power to create what we experience in our lives, But our collective thoughts also contribute to a larger body of consciousness that persists around us. We are creators and co-creators of this world shaping the collective experience of humanity. The power of our thoughts and the emotion that accompanies them is what gives them the power to manifest. That's why it's so important to monitor and align our own thoughts and emotions with love and to trust that asking for what serves the highest good will also serve us well and fruitfully as individuals. The universal law of energy is one of the indelible threads that connects this intricate web together. It responds to our thoughts and emotions, good, bad, and indifferent. So manifest with love. Manifest with integrity. Then trust and be patient as you wait for everything to reveal itself to you at a time and in a way that's right for you. How about speaking your truth, releasing your fears? Once you begin to practice love, forgiveness, and alignment, you can more easily start speaking your truth. And it's by speaking your truth that you ignite and fortify your power at last. Your power. To speak your truth is to find your power. By this point, you may have had inklings about your power, but may not fully trust in it or believe in it. Or you may continue to cling to old fear-based notions of how you think you're supposed to act, who you're supposed to be, and what you're supposed to say. 
Ah, yes, fear. We give it so much power. We give it our power, undeservedly so. The reason is that fear is like a shapeshifter. It doesn't always appear the way we think it will. Sometimes it's obvious that it's fear, but other times it comes masquerading as anger, worry, jealousy, low self-esteem, arrogance, manipulation, victim mentality, and even self-righteousness. The first trick is remembering that at its core, it's all fear. The second is knowing that it's also a choice. Do you wish to be manipulated or controlled by it? Or do you wish to live free of it and experience an authentic life? Like love, the choice is simple. But also like love, if you choose to be free and authentic, it takes time, patience, and trust. To release your fears, it's best to learn from them and ultimately to transform and transmute them into something more positive. To do otherwise only postpones the inevitable. Because at some point, it will all boomerang back to us. And having been unresolved the first or second or third time, it returns in a stronger and more direct fear-filled scenario demanding our attention once again. Releasing your fears can be done in several ways. By taking small baby steps. Like saying no, speaking up at a work meeting, or expressing an opinion to someone you find intimidating. Or by taking a quantum leap, leaving your career to follow the path you've always desired. The point is, you get to choose. Whatever your choice, you have the opportunity to set the scene and play the starring role. It's your journey. Walk or fly. Don't run. Remember, your life is a wonderful journey, not a destination. Each experience, whether we define it as good or bad, is an important lesson along the journey. So walk or fly, but don't run. Enjoy the ride, savoring and accepting your lessons learned. Soar high and shine divinely, all the while being present and joyful in each moment so that you can discover who you already are and who you've always been. Know that your true power resides within you, always. It's simply waiting for you to open the door and receive it with a welcoming embrace. The concept of all the answers being within can be a hard pill to swallow when you've done nothing but mess up your life. Poor choices, wrong turns, silly mistakes. Yet you're saying that we have the power to get it right? Whoa, tell me more. I'm pretty sure the recipe includes a little trial and error, success and failure, mixed with a bit of age and revelation. Primarily because back in the day, I did think I had all the power, but zero idea how to get the key into the lock. So it was left locked away while I stumbled and fumbled my way through life. Sometimes the seemingly complex can have a simple solution. Kiara Gizzi shares three simple steps to access the power within you found at I'mFearlessSoul.com. 
Is there a difficult situation in your life that you just can't seem to figure out? Do you feel like you've tried everything to find an answer but have come up with nothing? The journey of life is littered with obstacles, and as a part of the human experience, we are often faced with challenges and situations that can cause us to feel stressed and overwhelmed. Often, we find ourselves in a difficult situation we make worse by worrying incessantly about it and therefore seek to solve our discomfort immediately by any means necessary. We try to push through and past what we see as difficult, and most of the time, we do this by seeking advice from somewhere outside of ourselves. As technology has rapidly advanced, our society has become dependent on being able to find answers immediately. If we have a burning question, all we need to do is reach for our smartphone or computer, and within seconds, we have an answer. We have become obsessed with instant gratification. But life's challenges contain powerful lessons, which simply cannot be rushed. Learning takes time. Impatience hides a most powerful truth. Within us resides all the knowledge we need. But how do we access this inner knowing? Is it something that you have to do? Be a guru? A spiritual master? The truth is that we all have access to this great wealth of inner knowledge. And if you follow a few simple steps, you'll be on your way to knowing how to wield it. So, here are three simple steps you can use to access the power within you. Number one, ask. How often do we seek the opinions of others when we have a problem that we can't solve? The next time you're faced with a challenge, before you ask everyone else for the answers, try asking yourself. By doing this, you're setting an attention to the universe that you require assistance, and you're opening your mind to seeking beyond its default reach. Step two, trust yourself. At this point, you may be thinking to yourself, this is stupid. I don't have the answers. If I had them, then the problem wouldn't be there in the first place. This is simply your ego mind playing tricks on you. It's the impatience in you trying to win, your old habits attempting to stop you from changing. Step three, be present. As cliche as it may seem, and the total opposite of what we do normally, being present and still at the moment is where it's at. When you're present from moment to moment, you allow the answers you seek to come to you. You can sit and meditate or even just make yourself a cup of tea. How you do it does not matter. Even if your mind is running a million miles an hour, telling you that you are being ridiculous for sitting still, stick with it and breathe. I wanted to just kind of go a little bit deeper on that for a second and talk about happiness, you know, being able to find another thing, not only power, peace, but happiness within. So I found uh, these words over at Fearless Soul. Take a listen. So many of you are looking for fulfillment where it can never be found. You are looking for fulfillment in things, possessions, money, recognition. You are looking for fulfillment in another person, praise from a parent, love from another person, a well done from the world. But here's the problem. You can 
never find it outside of you. It can only be found within you. All the happiness and joy you could ever hope for and more, it is within you now. The truth is, we don't need all those other things to complete our life. We don't need anything outside ourselves to be happy right now. Think back to a time in your life you didn't have those things you seek, but we're still happy. Perhaps when you were a child, perhaps not too long ago. The reason why you were happy without those things is down to what you chose to focus on. Your focus wasn't on what was not there. It was on what was there, and happiness is always there if you choose to focus on finding it. We tend to always look for happiness outside ourselves, but we all know that it doesn't come from there. Whatever we perceive as reality becomes our reality. If you listen to the world and the opinions of others, you may well come to believe that happiness is only gained once you make money or get that nice car, that great house. Why do we want those things anyway? Why do we want the car, the house, the money, that perfect person? All of it without exception we want because we believe getting it will make us better. We believe it will make us feel better, make us feel happier. Don't get dragged into the expectations of society. You don't need this and that to be happy and complete. What you need is always within you. It never goes away. You are complete right now. Look within you, feel the truth that is. You can decide to be happy right now. Find something to be grateful for. Choose to lift others up. Give attention rather than seek it. Find your life's purpose and set goals that light the spark within you. Believe in yourself. Believe you deserve it all. Believe your life has meaning. There is nothing you cannot accomplish when you are free from the burden of looking for things outside of yourself to fulfill you. Just know you have the answers. Trust your intuition. Trust everything will be okay in the end. Everything will be great in the end. Everything will be magical in the end. down is tough for me. How about you? I know meditation is important, but it's so darn boring. And instead of my mind taking a break, it takes the open space to remind me of all the things I should be doing. Now, before all the meditation experts blow up my email, I know I'm doing it wrong and completely missing the point. 
But does anyone else struggle with controlling their mind? It's not just about pushing myself to go harder and further. The control is also in the rest. Being able to shut your mind down and relax, be present, observe, learn. Meditation is a daily practice because you're training your brain. But are you ready for a daily power practice? Carly Hawk gives us 10 steps to finding inner strength at mindful.org. When we're empowered to speak honestly about how we feel and what we need, we can tap into resilience and well-being. The two universal laws of impertinence are uncertainty and unpredictability. When life changes unexpectedly, we can often feel off balance, insecure and unclear of what really matters and what to do next. This is normal. What can support us to reclaim our life and tap into our internal wisdom is reasserting our strength of mind and heart. Mindfulness and compassion are two important qualities that increase our resilience. At this pivotal time in our world, we need to cultivate both. Mindfulness allows us to see things as they are and turn toward challenges. We can turn toward the uncertainty and difficult feelings around politics. We can turn toward the devastating truth of climate change. We can turn toward the pleasant and unpleasant with greater wisdom and thus freedom. Compassion is being with the suffering of oneself and the other with a fierce heart. Compassion in action has the ability to heal and transform oneself and thus the world into a place that takes the welfare of all beings into consideration. Can you think of a time that you gave away your power? We all have experiences where we spoke honestly about our feelings and needs and it was judged or dismissed or even worse, resulted in love and or support taken away. Based on these experiences, some of us move into people-pleasing behaviors and often say yes or nothing at all when we really want to say no. As a result, we don't assert or claim what we authentically feel and need, and thus we give away our power. Have you ever thought about how you give your power away? How about when I listen to the critical and judgmental thoughts that disempower my worth, potential, and ability. When I'm going too fast. When I say yes when I really mean no or not yet. When I don't listen to my feelings and my needs. When I don't stick up for myself and share my feelings and needs with others. When I'm not taking good care of myself with exercise, meditation, and nutrition. When I'm not getting connection, sleep, or self-care. But when do I feel empowered? When I slow down. When I ask for support. When I really listen and take care and support my feelings and needs in action. When I share my truth in a kind and skillful way. When I claim my inherent good worth, kindness, and competence in the world. When I surround myself with people who love and accept me for me. When I spend time in nature. 
when I engage in healthy practices that nourish my mind, body, and heart, like exercise, sleep, healthy food, connection, play, learning, and meditation. When I feel engaged in a community or group with a shared goal or intention. When I feel on purpose in my life, when I'm creating, and when I'm helping others. When we feel more empowered, we have the capacity to better stand up for what we feel and need. Ready for your daily power practice? Okay, close your eyes and let your awareness turn inward to your breathing and the sensations in your body. Breathe deeply from your belly for one to five minutes until you feel your body and mind relax. Connect to the power within you and outside of you by imagining your breath flowing into the top of your scalp and through your body to the bottom of your feet. Think of a time during the last few days when you gave away your power. Do a scan of your body from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. What do you notice? Where is the body feeling tightness or tension? Allow whatever to arise to be greeted with acceptance. Turn toward all physical sensations with kindness and allowing. What emotion is present? Fear, anger, or confusion? All emotions are welcome. What is the story you're telling yourself? Now ask yourself, How old is this part of you that believes or is experiencing this story? Tell yourself, I transform and let go. You are letting go of this thought so that it has no more power over you. Open your eyes and shake it off. Do a few movements in your body to discharge any old disempowering beliefs that no longer serve you. Now, bring awareness to your belly, connect to your strength, the talents that you've been cultivating for years, your resilience, and your good worth. Feel the many ways that you are a powerful person. What a new and empowered thought you can feel right now. As you move into the rest of your day, come back to the wise and strong person that you are. Connect to this place in your belly and stand from this spot. Carly said, a few years ago, I was dating a man for several months whom I deeply loved and had aspirations for a long-term future with. We came to a crossroads in our communication one challenging day, and instead of him having the capacity to stay in the relationship and conversation with me, he shut down and left completely. No contact, no repair, No resolution. Here's your stuff. Gone. It was one of the most difficult experiences I have gone through. And believe me, I've had several in this lifetime and expect to have more. Yet his leaving didn't break me. In fact, it was a huge gift. Carly said, I felt devastated at first and didn't quite know how to surf this new and unexpected change. I was moving through the steps of grief and loss Denial, anger, bargaining, deep sadness and acceptance. 
I feel thankful for having a strong mindfulness practice that enabled me to really turn toward and embrace my feelings. After about two months of daily tears and uncertainty, something shifted in me. I was practicing intense self-love, was claiming myself, my worth, and my life in a way that I have never done before. It was as if my inner superhero kicked in. My inner superhero is Shira. She exemplifies strength, femininity, sensuality, and a fierce heart. Her superpower is compassion. During that difficult period in my life, I had a phrase I said to myself daily, Carly, I'm 100% here for you no matter what. When I could tap into my innate strength and wisdom, I felt empowered, worthy, lovable, and can do and be anything that I put my time and attention to. From that day forward, my life has blossomed into a deeply transformative and amazing path. What is your inner superhero saying? Here are some ideas from my inner Shira toolbox. I am paid well just for being me. I make things happen. I'm lovable, resilient, and supportive. I have everything I need right now. I attract love and support easily. What we feed the mind knowingly or unknowingly deeply impacts how we orient to others, to the world, and to ourselves. If we don't have the capacity to train the mind, we'll be moving through the world unable to access our greatest potential and our greatest power and well-being. When I found that I could feel more powerful encouraging others than anything I could ever feel accomplishing anything on my own, I wanted more. It seems super do-gooder, but it's not. There is a bit of self-gratification in connecting with someone and sharing a positive outlook and an encouraging word that could make a difference in their day. Don't believe me? Try and frown when you're sharing encouragement. It's impossible. Now, let's feel them both right now. So for the next couple of seconds, put a frown on your face. Notice the slump of your shoulders and the drop in your mood, the sadness that's creeping in. Okay, enough of that. Now smile. Come on, give us that cheesy grin we've seen plastered all over Facebook. Feel your eyes brighten, your shoulders come up, and everything feels just a little bit sunnier. Put that in your daily practice. I double-dog dare you. We aren't leaving here without some peace, so don't worry. Amber Murphy at DeclutterYourMind.com helps us with ways to achieve inner peace. We currently live in a society where the noise of our thoughts and our anxieties tend to consume us daily. In such a fast-paced world, inner peace can be a struggle to achieve. We're continually awaiting the next thing in our lives, and that can be one of the aspects that disrupt our inner calm. Inner peace is the state of calm you feel within yourself. The world around you could be stress-inducing and chaotic, But if you feel calm, you might be experiencing inner peace. 
It's an achievable state of mind that has more to do with your mind than what's happening in your life. So to do this, you need to bring an open mind before you can have inner peace. How about a social media detox? One of the causes that disrupt inner peace is social media. Social media is the most accessible platform where a comparison is present. It's a competition of the highlights in your life. However, what you fail to realize is that nobody ever posts the moments that are mundane and normal. If you're always on social media seeing highlight reels, this can give you anxiety that you may not be living your best life. As you see your friends and followers posting their travels, their relationships, their successes, you're stuck there comparing your own life to theirs. If you're not careful, enough social media can disrupt your inner peace. Practice self-love. In general, the world becomes more peaceful if you love yourself. One of the aspects that disrupts your inner peace is the constant war we have within ourselves. By practicing self-love, you'll be integrating inner peace within your life. You can actively practice this by doing things that make you happy and lift your spirit. If your passion includes writing and reading books, then you can do these activities in your free time. You can also practice self-love by taking care of yourself and your body. One of the main reasons for inner peace is conflict and lack of passion. If you invest in yourself and take care of yourself properly, then you'll have more room for inner peace in your life. Laugh a lot. You can't expect peace from a place where you take yourself and your life too seriously. Life can be challenging enough, and ultimately the best thing you can do for yourself is finding the beauty in your life. It's okay to laugh, even at the silliest of things. Laughing has been proven to be the best medicine for struggle after all. Contact your friends and arrange a meetup. Watch a funny movie. Have a night out with your friends. Basically, just find humor in even the most mundane things. Please visit our article to get all the tips on finding your inner peace. If you want to share Encouragementology with a friend who needs to know they're not alone in this journey of self-discovery, you can visit Encouragementology.com or anywhere you stream your content to receive this episode and all others. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for additional encouragement throughout the week. So I challenge you. Look within to tap into your power and your peace. Build in daily practice so that activating your gifts becomes second nature. Remember to intentionally share these gifts with those you meet to heighten the experience. I know you can do it. Thank you for listening to Encouragementology with Kendall Boyson, where we find positive ways to handle some of life's challenges. Someone through until the path was clear. That's when I found you. How I